first and foremost, before we start this uh, lovely co- uh, podcast about basketball, I want to say rest in peace to NBA prospect from Boston, Terrence uh, Clark. He died, I believe it was Thursday, in a car accident, um, just a day after Santa was Clutch Sports, which is, of course, Rich Paul's agency. Um, he died after leaving a workout in preparation for the NBA. So rest in peace to that kid. Yeah, man, let me give a quick shout-out as well. Uh, Master P and his son, they dropped by TSU this weekend, and they and they did uh, a lot of community work, went to a couple of schools, gave a speech and everything. So shout-out to them, expecting big things from his son and TSU, and uh, just, just appreciate everything he's doing. Hey, yo, man, we back. We back. I'm back to tap Fred's ass again. <laughs> I am Skip yeah. Bayless. I am Shannon Sharp. He, he is Shannon Sharp, but the nigga Sharp. ain't Sharp. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. Hey, yo, this uh, yeah. Winnie, this win. It's Fred Rome. Got Fred over there. Another episode of the uh, More Than Your Average Joe's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to hop straight into it. I said straight with a K mm-hmm. on purpose. You know what it is. So, the first question we have today, or the first thing we want to acknowledge today, what are we thinking about Steph's two-week run? <laughs> he on some historical, <laughs> biblical, I am legend type of shit. What do you think, man? He is, for sure, having a, having a great two-week run. Uh, but you know what, man? Uh, well, honestly, let's start with this. He just, you know, we say this every week, he's the greatest shooter We've ever seen play the game. Facts. Uh, so, so he's just solidifying his his place in history. Uh, he went. He, he shot like ten threes in like four in a four game stretch or something like that. Ten Major. or more threes yeah. Yeah, yeah. over a four game stretch. So, uh, what he's doing in this run is unbelievable. Averaging forty, he averaged forty over that stretch and was just was just amazing. You know, put on a show, dancing again. So, shout out to Steph uh, on that. But, uh, man, but uh, the thing is this, you know. Um, as far as <laughs> this is the thing, I th- <laughs> we we already said <laughs> you you may be Skip Bayless on this one. Man, Go ahead. Hold up. Yeah, I'm finna. I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm hating, but but this this is the thing. Uh, we 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 said this at the beginning of the season that Steph was gonna have to have this type of seat, uh, performance for them to win. He's gonna have to have this type of performance for Golden State to have a chance to win. That's why we originally said that he was gonna be an MVP candidate mm-hmm. because we expected him to do this. We did. Say so that. so you know. This two-week stretch is what he kind of should have been doing the whole season. That's what we expected. That's what we wanted. So, so yeah, he had a great two-week stretch. So, so let me ask you this. Hold up. Yeah, hold, go ahead. Go hold ahead. your thought. Let yep. me ask you this. Has he not been doing this the whole season? Inconsistently. He leads the league in scoring. Yeah. How can he lead the league in scoring and be inconsistent at the same time? Yeah. He had, he had some great stretches and he had some bad stretches. That's how you be inconsistent. Mm. So so he has some, okay. some 40-point stretches and he has yeah. some 10, 11, 12. 18. Stretches or game? Game stretches. Like he'll have the, he'll have some bad he had bad shooting game shooting stats, I think February time frame, where he was like one for ten from three one game and two for eight, two for nine, stuff like that. Just the next bad stretches. Game? Huh? The, so he had stretches. He had some stretches of bad performances. Okay. And he had some like he has like he had this great stretch of 
historical performance this these past couple of weeks. So so he he's he's kind of been up and down this season. I, I disagree. Yeah, but you know if he's had these stretches, Fred, yeah. how does he lead the league mm-hmm. in scoring and three pointers made? I was gonna just say that's how he's leading the league in in scoring. He he he's shooting a three, man. He's shooting a three unbelievably. And you know that three he's shooting like you're saying like six seven threes. Those games he's going off. Uh, so he's had he's had some great performances, like I said, but he's also had some some uh, bad stretches. But this is my thing with the with the Steph stands. Uh, they trying to throw Steph right back into the MVP <laughs> discussion off of these two weeks, off of this two week stretch. Like forget the whole season, forget everything else. Let's just you know he's the MVP now because he had a great ten game two week two and a half week stretch or whatever. Now all of a sudden, no, he's right back to the MVP discussion. So, so that was my thing is, you know, he he's playing great, but he is not the MVP of the league. He, he's 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 playing great, and you can't can't take that from him. But Golden State is in the ninth seed. They are in the ninth seed, and and, and we we've seen Kobe, like what two thousand six, two thousand seven, something like that. Yeah, score eighty one. Scored sixty five in three quarters. Dunking over, yeah. And have that stretch, and he didn't. He finished fourth in MVP voting. Yeah. So, so we're not we're not saying what I'm saying is it's not like we've never seen guys have unbelievable scoring seasons and not win MVP because of their overall team success. So, so if Kobe didn't win it and he aver- he had eighty one point game and averaged like thirty something that season, and you know that that's what I'm saying. Like you can't. Because his team record, we can't say Steph is the MVP now all of a sudden. You know, or maybe we can. But well, Okay, so I'm going to ask you this because they have 500 right now. They have 500. I'm not sure that Lakers team with Kobe because I remember that, that run he went on. I think he had like so many games of 40. He was actually at 40. Yeah, he was he averaging did 40, like 38, 40, something like that. Nine times in a row or something to that mm-hmm. extent. They have 500. Yeah. This I think it's maybe 14 games left in the NBA season. Let's say they, well, they they won't be able to make that jump. It's gonna be gonna be tight. They're gonna have to win all they of them. They won't be able to make <laughs> that jump. Um, so, because I want to transition into another story, another topic, but at the same time, I feel like I gotta bring some res- perspective to this to this topic. Yeah, we're go talking ahead. About. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've seen Steph do this before. Okay. You say, okay, he's the greatest shooter in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know that already. Mm-hmm. My thing is, I've never seen this type of performance from Steph in the playoffs. Facts. That is my thing. Yeah, that's right. Like, bruh. That's what you got to do with that. Where you be at in the playoffs. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let you know I'm not hating. The only performance I remember he was coming back off an injury. It was against Portland, mm-hmm. and he went off. Right, right. He went, I think, in the, between the third and the fourth quarter, and he ended up, like, 40. I don't think he had, like, but five, maybe five points going into the third. Right. And he finished with 40. Yeah. But when I think about big games yep, he for Golden State came in the playoffs, small. Came up small. it's big game Clay. Yep. Now, Clay. Clay's clutch. Clay, Clay come through. <laughs> That's right. But yeah. Steph, ah, you be like, where is Steph? Where is, you know? As much as I'm enjoying this shit, because I'm a basketball for fucking for science, right? And I love it, so I'm watching everything at all times. I've enjoyed these past two weeks from Steph, but I've seen it from Steph in the regular season. Yep. He reminds me of Peyton Manning. 
Clayton Kershaw. In the regular season, they beastly. Mm-hmm. In the postseason, they good. They come with small. They good. Yep. But if I'm a, if I'm a give LeBron, because I give LeBron this hate too. Right. LeBron, I'm on your ass. In the regular season, you nice. When you winning, you nice. When the game tight, eh, eh. But LeBron has pulled through time and time again. I got to give it to him. I got to give it to him. LeBron has been pulling through since they got down against Boston when he was with the Heat. Game six, what LeBron give you, like 37, 40? Yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he steps up. He steps he, up. He steps up. That's right. I want to hate on a nigga, but eh. Yeah. Eh, I'm going to miss LeBron <laughs> when he gone. Yeah, man, the league is, though. Everybody <laughs> yeah. is. I ain't going to have nobody to talk shit about. I can't yeah. argue with my niggas. We don't give a fuck yeah. about James Harden like that, people. Man, the league, well, like, the NBA really hasn't been the same right now without LeBron. Imagine him going retired. That's You know what's strange about that? I feel that. <laughs> I really don't stay up to watch TV. Like, did LeBron play? Okay. That's right. I, I seen That's LeBron. I mean, AD played. Uh, it wasn't even interesting. No. It wasn't even the no, same. No, it wasn't. It wasn't even the show. Giannis can't carry the league. Um, We're going to talk about the Joker and why I think that the uh, media is ignoring his because he's having a great season. Yep. So we're yep. going to talk right. about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, They'll ride Steph, but you can only ride them so much. If, if LeBron is having a historical season, his team is number one. That's right. <laughs> you know That's what, what I'm I was going to say. That's what I going to say. You got to elevate your team. You know, you got you can be great, but you got to, man, got to be elevating your team to that, you know, that level to mm-hmm. where he had a chance this season to elevate his legacy, to, to put himself in a position to show that, man, I don't need a super team. Or a great team to this was to, this to be great. You this see what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you put LeBron on that team, that's at least a top four team. That's right. That's right. Now, that's what I feel like. Now that being said, it's only yeah. so much Steph can do. But, that's true. But that's another thing we're gonna talk about later. Uh, yeah. Impact. <laughs> Impact. That's right? true. That's right. Um. All right. So let's hop yeah. into the next joint, man. Okay. My guy KD. Mm-hmm. The man's can't stay healthy. Now, I'm going to lead off with this one because I know you have your opinions and your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Here's mine. Do you think in a condensed NBA season that KD, and not only KD, but a lot of players are more injured than <clears throat> we think? Because I don't... Okay, I feel like they held him out super long for the hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you just got need in the thigh. That's not really an injury. That's a boo-boo. Right. That's a scratch. Put a Band-Aid on that. Get back out there. But because the NBA season is so condensed, because of Corona, we're trying to make up so much ground, do you think it's like, nah, we know where we at. Just sit. Just chill. You got Kyrie taking PTO days. I don't think LeBron is hurt. I think LeBron could play right now. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I, I just think I was I was thinking I was just going to say that I think back in the day a lot of these injuries that these guys have back in the day they would have played through them, but now I think they have so much invested into their careers or invested into the, the team has so much invested in them that they don't want to risk them playing and getting hurt further 
or risk them uh, the long-term health or something like that. So I think they, they are more cautious with even the smaller uh, injuries just so that they can be more, uh, you know, future, like long-term health uh, oriented, you know, so they want to just make sure they're well. So, so like I said, back in the day, they would have played through a lot of these things. But I do think the shorting, shortened season is leading to a lot of these injuries, a lot of these ankle injuries, a lot of these hamstrings, a lot of these uh, knick-knack injuries because they didn't have a full offseason. Or, you know, they are playing so many games in such a short period of time. So I do think that a lot of these injuries are being caused uh, by the shortened season and the the shortened offseason. But I do think a lot of these injuries, like you said, like LeBron, maybe he can go play right now if he wanted to. Man, I said a nigga work out. He can definitely play. But like what's big what's bigger to him for him to be ready for the playoffs or to continue on with this regular season? You see what I'm saying? They I think they look in big picture with certain guys. Uh like K D or maybe even Harden, these guys. They probably look in big picture like, do we really need them to get through this regular season? Or do we really need them in the postseason? So it's, even with AD, we need AD in the postseason. Got to, gotta have AD. Gotta have gotta AD. Be right. So so AD just you know minutes restriction or whatever they got to do to to get him you know ready for the playoffs is all they doing. So so I think that's they looking at big picture long term effects of these injuries. Hmm. Yeah, but the the thing with the Lakers that worry me is they sliding into that playoff shit, that playoff yeah. uh, play-in. Mm-hmm. Is that a good spot to be in? Because I'm going to be honest. Steph, he can win one game. He can win a couple of games. Dolo, do you want to play Golden State in that play-in? Play <laughs> the Zion play-in, the, the New Orleans play-in tournament. No, not worried about them. But I'm just saying, they they made it, they created the play-in tournament to try oh, and get yeah, them in the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, that's a fact. But, that's uh, a fact. but I, if I was the Lakers, I definitely wouldn't want to fall to the seventh seed, period. Even with the play-in games, if you fall to the seventh seed, that means you're going to be facing who in the, what's that, either the Clippers or the uh, – who's or, or, or the, Well, you would have to – you would have to play – Potentially Steph and Dame Lillard. In a playoff, in a play in. In a play in. And then, scenario. In a, if you pass them, who's getting first? Who's in second right now in the West? The Clippers? It's going to be Utah, Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. So you have to Clippers. face Phoenix in the first round? You don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to play them in the first round either. <laughs> so, so yeah, even if even if you do get, you know, be a pass to play in game, which is like I agree with you, you don't want to be in playing a game. Anything can happen. So, if you do happen to get past them, you got a tougher road to get to the finals than you would have you to just stay tight in the fourth or fifth seed, fourth or fifth slot in the West. So uh, if I'm the Lakers, I'm trying to hold or get better than where I am. I'm not trying to fall to the seventh seed, man. Me either, but. <laughs> they can do it. If, Le- if LeBron don't come back. They can do it. They huh? going to fall. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Hopefully they got a few games that they can lock in on and, and, and like a Lando or something <laughs> and just take that win or two. Let's see, they fifth right now at 30, yeah. 35 yeah. and 24. Let's see, let's see what their schedule will look like moving ahead, because that's gonna determine everything. Yeah, but it's only like twelve games left. Uh twelve, yeah, thirteen it games. So. There ain't many left. So y'all yeah. close with 
Let's see who y'all close with. Mavericks, y'all can win because yeah, Dallas. Luca's highly overrated. I wish media <laughs> would please get off his nuts, man. He's highly you, overrated. You know who's looking overrated? Prozingas. But anyway, go ahead. He's with look- the uh, play-in game, is it conference specific or is it just? Yeah. Yep. Conference. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the lower seed has to win two games, right? And the higher seed just has to win one to move forward. I think this had to my knowledge set up. To okay, my knowledge. To uh, my knowledge. but uh, but yeah, like like you saying, it's tight. It's tight down there. You, you lose a few games, you can fall to six or seven, dog. It, it's not like you know I'm I've got so many games ahead of these guys to where I can Bullshit lose around. a few. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So they don't have those <clears throat> that that float that they had earlier. So. Here's you know. what I want to do right now. Uh-huh. I want to um, take a minute. Okay. And I want to give uh, Engineer Extraordinaire, Chris, time to tell us what the fuck he think about his punk-ass Knicks. <laughs> Your Knicks on the, what, nine-game winning streak, fourth in the East. It's been a long time. Talk your shit, Chris. The floor is yours. Man. <laughs> Yes, I was. Uh, <laughs> you heard how giddy he was. That nigga was happy. <laughs> yeah, nine, I mean, when we hit five straight, that was the first time since 2016 or 14, something like I think 14. Yeah. So I think co- I think uh, Tibbs should be coach of the year. Yes. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Talk your shit. I think Randall should. Most improved for me. Most improved. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. With you. And I'd I'd also be happy to get him in MVP discussion. I'm not saying he should win it, but we definitely see. That's not why be niggas don't it. like New York fans, bro. <laughs> you just threw that man in. Come on, man. That's why people don't like New York Nick fans, bro. Just threw that man in the MVP race. Come on, man. Go ahead, though. Keep keep going, man. Keep we would going. not be where we are without him. That's a fact. That's a fact. Who, who would have thought it though? God, uh, I, I, t- I said oh before the season goodness. we the worst team on paper. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that. You did say that. But the, t- I, I agree with you. Tibbs got them boys playing well. Mm-hmm. He got them playing hard as hell. Um, the D Rose acquisition is paying off from what I've been saying. Very much. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially to get him for a player that wasn't playing anyway. Yep. So, so let me ask you a question, Chris, because I know you you've been. Hard on this particular player. Yeah. How is R.J. Barrett doing? He's doing good. He's doing good. If he, I feel if he could knock down the three consistently, because he's been incredibly streaky mm-hmm. all season. But I think if he can consistently knock down the three, he'll be an all-star soon. I mean, I he, I'm going to say maybe 18 a game right now, maybe even up to 20 a game right now. I'm pretty sure he's our second, our second leading scorer. But uh, he's got to he's got to knock down a three more consistently because that's going to keep teams from packing the paint on us because Peyton can't shoot RJ. Yeah, if if he hitting him, you may have to get out there. But he can. What impresses me with him is his ability to take contact and finish. Mm-hmm. He's but yeah, big boy. Yeah, but no, he's. Hopefully, he just continues to get better, and I think it's going to start with him. Cause his mid range is there. He can hit the mid range. He can get to the basket. Yep. I mean, him being a, a left hand player, he's already shifty and crafty around there. But I want to see him uh, finish better and knock down the three more consistently. Okay. Yeah, man. W- what he got to do is he got to be he got to be that that that, that, Nick, that other score. Like like the other night 
when he took over, uh, uh, Randall was having a bad game. Randall was slowing it out, right? And he and he looked at R.J. Barrett and said, man, you got to take this over. And R.J. Barrett uh, stepped up and played like a star. Stepped up. Yeah, he did. I forgot which night it was. But he stepped up because uh, Randall was struggling that night. Yeah. He was struggling, man. And he was like, man, young young fella, you know, you got to go ahead and pick us up. You know what I mean? So I just think he got to step it, step up into that into that uh, – that superstar role sometimes. You know, I, I like R.J. Barrett, what he's done this season. I agree with Chris. Uh, he just got to get more consistent with his shot. So, um, But I like what R.J. Barrett's bringing. I was kind of doubting the guy, but I'm glad, glad he's stepping up, and I think he has a chance to uh, improve and keep getting better. So, But who would have thought the Knicks would have been good? Who oh, my God. Who would have thought? Oh, my fourth God. Fourth in the East, bruh. Nine-game win streak. Yeah, fourth in the East is better than, like, good for the Knicks would have been, like, seventh. Man, but <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was thinking more playing, playing. Yeah, yeah, that's the playing ranks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Man, is anybody giving the uh, Knicks a chance to do something in the playoffs? Though I don't think I, I think Knicks fans. Right? <laughs> look, look, watch this, Chris. What are y'all gonna do in the playoffs? This nigga gonna say they gonna win it all. Watch, go ahead. No, because I still feel like we lack a closer. Mm-hmm. I mean, Randall's been great, but. Twice he's failed to close against Brooklyn, and I think it's another game winning shot. Not saying you're gonna make every game winning shot, but I would he get, st- in fairness, he got fucked on one of them. Yeah, yeah, but I would. We definitely need a. We need another superstar or a superstar, and we also need a closer too. So he's realistic. He's he's, yeah. he's not from yeah. the, the tri state areas. Yeah. He he's realistic. Talk to other Knicks fans. We going we going yeah. to the them niggas. We going win it all, we baby. Going to the, the Look, we have Randall. Yeah. <laughs> we we definitely get a couple games. Now, I, I feel like we can play with anybody. Let me so ask we, you this. Let me ask you this question. Another Knicks question. So I'm asking both of you fellas because this player that I'm finna name reminds me of the player I'm gonna compare him to. Who are we taking? Randall. Or Zion? Zion. Oh, damn. Easy. Oh, damn. Okay. Didn't even think about it. Okay. I'm taking Zion. Okay. Didn't even think about it. Okay. I mean, because they play the same way. They do. One is just just a bigger bigger version of the other. Yeah. But he ain't going to be able to jump (laughs) like he jumps right now, but so long. True. Like, I feel like Randall figured out how to play the game under the rim. But go ahead, Chris. Who you got? No, I take Zion, too. I mean, the okay. leap that he's made from his yep. first to second year. Because everything that I criticized Zion about, because his first year I was like, okay. Even even when I was watching him at Duke, like, okay, he's he's like just plays bully ball to get his buckets. Like, he can't just go get you a bucket. You're not going to throw him the ball and say go get a bucket. But from that criticism, now to look at this year, he's basically playing point for them. So what impact is he having? It don't seem like New Orleans winning too many games. I'm looking at Julius Randle carrier team, and I'm looking at Zion. He, yeah, he got the numbers, but what are your numbers equating to? You, like, y'all suck. Well, their defense has been horrible. Yeah. So, so we, if we switch Zion and, and Randle right now, do you think they'll be the New Orleans will be better? Better, or I think so. You do you not think the Knicks would still be good with Zion? They switch. Boy, if you put Zion with the fucking Knicks and all that media attention, we would never stop seeing him on Sports Center. I know he'll be all over. But you know, you know, uh, you but, heard his comments the other day too, right? 
Oh, I saw that. Yeah. See, you got Knicks fans happy. I'm not feeding No, 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 no. No, ask Chris that question, yo. Ask him what he think about you that. You think Zion's coming to New York? No, every player says that they love to play in New York. So I'm like, why are we hyping this one up? Everybody Zion, says that. Zion was too hyped about that. He was a little Man, giddy. I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> he was like a little kid almost. Man. I'm like, okay. I don't know. So you don't think he coming? No. Are you still scoring by Durant and LeBron? And every other superstar that <laughs> loves to play in the garden. Nangle, I knew KD wasn't coming. I did think that that LeBron was coming. Yeah. LeBron did that, that press well. conference when he did the decision was near New York. And I was like, why is he going all the way there? He was in Ohio, nigga. <laughs> no, he was not. He was in uh Connecticut? Yeah, I think Connecticut. Okay. It was it was somewhere close. Okay. I and I was you. like, why are you going all the way there? To announce this decision. Yeah. Yeah. He did finger fuck y'all, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did not I did not think he was about to say Miami, though. <laughs> yeah. I remember thinking that. I remember thinking, Miami? Mm. Damn. He, he threw us with a curveball on that one. All right. Um, damn. Okay. So, me personally, I know Zion is still giving us the... It's the Zion is the beginning of a marriage. Mm-hmm. It's still sexy. Mm-hmm. We can look at them. You know what I'm saying? We're still keeping it hot and steamy. J- Julius Randall is what it is in a marriage. You know <laughs> what struggle, I'm saying? The struggle. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've seen it. Like, I've been traded from the Lakers. Yeah. And, and me personally, I follow Julius, Julius Randall on, uh, <clears throat> and his trainer on social media. So I see his hours. I've seen him... G- I be on just on Instagram at twelve in the morning. I see this nigga walking into a gym to get it in, and it's paying off. Now he ain't finna get up and dunk on you. He ain't giving you the flashes of Zion, but his game has evolved. Cause coming into the coming into the league, I thought that's gonna be a taller Charles Barkley. That's what I thought. Yeah. And now it's actually starting to look that way. I just hope Tibbs, because Tibbs, it's this rumor around Tibbs that he run players into the ground. Yep, he do. That's my only criticism with him right now. We could be up by 30 in the fourth quarter, and Randall got 42 minutes. I'm like, why? Um, yeah, that, that's the criticism around him. So hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully um, this season doesn't take away from future seasons from Randall and Barrett and what so have you. Um, now, uh, back to Zion, I don't know if, if you know this or have seen this, but I saw a stat. I think they played New York the other night, and Zion made a mid-range shot, and they were like, that's his first mid-range attempt in like 12 games or something like that. Like, he does not shoot. I mean, it's almost like Ben Simmons. It's either at the rim or, I mean, I guess he's put up a couple threes, but he just does not. Yeah. You don't, right. don't shoot the ball. All right, hold on. Let me let me say something real quick. Remember when we was talking about Dr. J not shooting a jump shot, and I was saying Zion don't shoot, and they was like, "Man, Zion shoot a jump shot. Zion don't shoot the jump shot." Like I was saying, man, Zion don't shoot. Agree with you on that one. Okay, man. I, man, I just I my fault. Man, I just had to throw that out there because I I've, I've been noticing Zion not shoot the ball. He forces his way. To the paint every time, even if you already sagged all the way in the, you know, yeah, he forcing his way he, in there. He's so athletic right now that he gets in the air and he contorts his body and he can find and the he, rim. He got some weight on him. So he's yeah. moving you you're gonna while bounce, he's in the you're air. You're going to bounce off that big ass. Yeah. Like, I, but think of how 
think of how good that makes him win. Because yep. if we know that, we know the defense knows that. Mm-hmm. You know this guy isn't going to shoot, and he's still getting to the still, ring and scoring. Still getting there, yep. And you can't stop, and can't stop it. It's like, it's like I know it's coming. I know it's coming. He's going to do this. He's, he, do that. he's too athletic right now yep. for you to stop it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I look at a, I've seen a lot of his um, high school mixtapes, which is what I want to go into before we go to a, to a short break, short, short, short break. Um, he ain't got the same bounce that he once had. Yeah, he look a little, little. He ain't got the same bounce. Yeah. I seen this nigga in high school take off from the dotted, cock that motherfucker back to his lower, lower back. Throw that hole down But he ain't got that no more mm-hmm. And that's okay I don't think he should have that no more His body has evolved He's he's a big boy Bigger, yeah, that's right I would mm-hmm. rather I want him And I want John Morant To stop dunking <laughs> I want him to stop dunking They gonna hurt themselves, bro Zion can't stop dunking That that's, that's, That is the draw That is the draw to Zion I mean, uh, You mean stop dunking You mean stop trying to dunk over with seven ja, foot with Ja, yeah, I want I want him to stop trying to embarrass seven foot. Okay, okay. I want him to stop. I've seen him come down one time where his knee was pent behind him, and he came down like this. For y'all that can't see me, my my knee is trapped. I have one knee trapped under my body. That could have been dangerous, nigga. Stop, <laughs> stop, Ja. We love you. Yeah, and Ja loves the city. You know what I'm saying? Like. We got to keep job by all means. Man, we got to do everything we can. And ain't many players to come through the city and love the city. Yep. This man is actually through quarantine. I seen him hooping with the hoopers of the city. Yep. He could have been somewhere in Cali, but nah, he was in Memphis. Memphis, pay the man. Pay that man. Pay that. Back to bring Chubb trucks up, please. Yep. Pay that man. Um, and Zai, I just I feel like his knees are just gonna be like, nigga, you too big for all this bullshit. Yeah, I'm surprised he ain't already like trying to slim down already, man. He, he like he getting bigger. Can he? I don't know. He must can't. He must can't, man. <laughs> Zion is what we call big bone. <laughs> man, he big man. That's a big boned man. Like, and, and and it's amazing that he can get up off the floor so fast. He's like, a freak. He's a freak of nature. He, he gets. Back to his second bounce before the other guys like even really get off the floor. His second jump is the quickest I've seen since Antoine Jameson. Man, it, it's crazy. Now I heard Zion on JJ Reddick podcast, and one interesting thing that he said because JJ Reddick was asking him, does it bother him when people you know talk about his weight and everything? And JJ Reddick was saying that he feels that you know it's going to take you you know maybe five years in the NBA to get your playing weight. You know, you may lose weight. And, That's true. You know, lose you know some strength or gain weight and then lose some quickness, and you just kind of got to find what's that playing weight for you. Yeah, I can I can see that. As I, I definitely remember LeBron going through his phases. I think Steph now in year like eleven, put weight on. Has finally found his weight because he, yeah. he he looks big this year. Yeah. Um, and we see LeBron being on steroids, off steroids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've seen that. No, but no, no. <laughs> hey, you know, I got to hate on LeBron, man. Uh, but, yeah, I agree with that. You got to figure out, like, because if you are a quicker player and quicker uh, quickness is part of your advantage, you don't want to put on so much weight where you lose that quickness. But you got to pretty much find your balance, man. So I, mm-hmm. I, can, I can see that. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We midway, we midway through. So, of course, as we always do, Chris comes up with an in- interesting question. Um, and let's see who has the most basketball knowledge. Me, 
or Frederick over here. <laughs> <laughs> so what you got, Chris? All right, this one is going to be likely an easy one. It's going to be easier than the other ones. Last be, week was tough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so this will go with an easy one today. So let's see who can name the oldest player and youngest player to win the scoring scoring title. Oldest, Michael. Right. Youngest, I'm going to say Kevin Durant. That's it. Boom, nigga. Tap that ass. <laughs> Tap that ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still over here thinking. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna let you be wrong first, but you already you jumped. Out. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, you had to make up for last week, man. Yeah. When I went five five, you know what I'm saying. But it's okay, okay. Yeah. I, next time, I ain't letting you go first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that. You you was right, Chris. That was pretty easy. Cause I just seen um. You know, we we talked about Steph Curry earlier during his podcast, and I've seen a lot of his records that he's breaking. Mm-hmm. He, he's the oldest to do it. So I've seen Kobe and Jordan a lot lately because he's breaking a lot of their stretches. So, yeah, that was easy. Yeah, th- thanks for playing, Fred. <laughs> hey, man, I think, I think y'all set that one up, man. I- <laughs> truth, to, truth to God, yo, no sir. Oh, man, yeah, I can get you on that one. That was no, good. That was good. sir. So, look. That's good. You hit me with an interesting um, topic. Yeah. And um, are we going to dive into that first or West, Westbrook? Let's do that Westbrook real okay. quick. Okay, so Westbrook. Yeah. My man's is on the verge of breaking Oscar Robinson's record of most triple-doubles of all time. My man has, out of his past 15 games, 13 of them have been triple doubles. Why are we ignoring this? Man, he's a, he's doing a historic season, but you want to know why we're ignoring it? Yes, sir. Because we've seen it before. We we haven't seen – we've seen him do it before, put it this way. I'm going to tell you, that's why we're ignoring it. But it's like, it's like dunking from the free throw line. You know, it was great. When they did it the first couple of times, like, oh, man, that was amazing. Now, if you dunk from the free throw line, we like, oh, we didn't seen that before. It, you know, it is what it is. Now, here's, here's going to be my, <clears throat> my argument against that. I agree with you. Dunking from the free throw line, it's like, okay, we've seen this before. But when I saw uh, Zach Levine go mm-hmm. between his legs from the free throw line, I was like, okay, this, this nigga is retarded. Yeah. So... I feel like what Russell Westbrook is doing right now mm-hmm. is fucking retarded. <laughs> He's too old to be doing this shit. Yeah, that's true. And I don't know. I don't know why the media is ignoring it, man. You know, it. it and the I, Wizards are winning, by the way. I was They're gonna coming. say they they were they were. I guess the first reason they were ignoring because the Wizards were losing. Okay. But now now they now they have you know uh, been better, been much better picking up as far as uh, a team. Overall record and stuff like that, they've been much better. So that's why he's really kind of uh, starting to really come onto the scene, what he's doing. But, man, I don't know. It, it just seems like everybody's kind of, uh, like even Stephen, Stephen H. kind of said, he, everybody's kind of tired of it. Everybody, not tired, but, like, not impressed by it to the point where because they've seen him do it before. And, you know, and I guess it is not really uh, going – into like a championship season, or if he did this on a champ, let's say they, he did this right here and they won a championship. You see what I'm saying? That, you think see that how would much make that, a difference? Okay. You see how I much that it. would elevate what he's doing? It's like it's like what you're doing is kind of not putting you all the way to the end goal, which is winning the championship. 
Okay. So 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 he he is doing great things because he's he's that type of player. He he's uh, has the, those dynamics to his game. So you think we only? So why is what Steph is doing so amplified? Because Steph is flashy. Steph, the three ball has come the most become the most sexiest play in basketball. That's true. And he does it better than anybody. That's and, true. And that's why everybody's enamored with it. And then he after he does, he dances all on you and flexes on you. And you know what I'm saying? He he is a, a show. He's a show. So See, I'm from the old school, and this is a perfect transition. I'm from the old school. Because when that nigga was lighting my sixes up the other night, I said, somebody foul that man. Hit him. Do something. I'm from the school where Barkley say, you know, you got to put them on their ass if they do that. Mm-hmm. So that leads us directly into our next conversation. And Barkley comments a bit about the Nets. So go ahead. Leave the floor with this one. Man, I, I, yeah, if you didn't, didn't hear it the other day, Barkley was kind of saying, like, he'll never root for the Nets. He, he's rooting for anybody but the Nets because he doesn't like how the Nets were, were assembled. He don't like he doesn't like how they came together. So, so – a lot of my, my, my thoughts on this, a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people don't like how, how they came together and how they're like uh, stacking a deck, so to speak, or the way that they're compiling the talent. Talent. Blame LeBron. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know. Blame LeBron. Go ahead. I was going to say, Barkley tried to do this. Mm. So I don't know why he has he forgotten that he tried mm. to do the same thing with the Rockets. You know, he was a free agent or forced his way out of, um, of Phoenix. Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And then, and then so he tried to get to a team that he felt like could win a championship. So he did exactly almost the same thing Harden did. But he went to a – Harden went to probably a better team with, you know, a little bit more talent. But Houston had Elijah one, Pimp, you know, they had a squad. So are we going to shoot them some bell because they was old and out of their prime? Man, well, we could say that because – they. But Barkley was still old. He still was hooping. He, he was still ha- he hadn't had that injury yet. He was washed. I don't know what he. I don't forgot what he averaged the season before that. But he was good the season before that. He, was he wasn't good. just. He was washed. Well, you Elijah know, Juan was washed, and Pimpin was washed because Pimpin, Pimpin was washed. Pimpin was still good with the with the Trailblazers. This is right before Elijah Juan went to Toronto. Yeah, nobody remember that. And this is, this is the same time where Barkley said, I realized I needed to retire because I have to pump fake the hell out of people. Yeah. But, you know, so do they get a pass for doing when they're old? I don't think so because he still did the same thing. He did the same thing. But, but you know, you're going to criticize him for doing it earlier? You, hey, you still did it earlier. But, uh, but you did at least do the same thing. So that was my whole thing. I, but I do understand it is like a, a – a, like there was a lot of bad guys. Like you don't want to root for them. Because you, they, they seem like they are the team to beat, or like they are the the guys that the bullies on the block. So it's, it's I, I can see how it's easy to root against the Nets, but man, don't come from about how they came together when you kind of try to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, so here's my take. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to be the guy. I never want to be the guy, the get-off-my-lawn guy. I know I'm getting older in life, but I don't want to be that guy. But I got to agree with Barkley, just from a pure basketball standpoint, and this is why. With the exception of Steph Curry Mm -hmm. and Giannis, 
all the stars play on the same damn team. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. you're not giving me incentive to watch Cleveland, um, Sac- Sacramento. Yeah. You're not giving me any incentive because we got – with Brooklyn, we have – Three of the best players on the same team. With right. L.A., we have two of the best players on the same team. With mm-hmm. the other L.A., we have two of the best players on the same damn team, which I'm fine with two. Right. I'm That's fine right. with two. Two right. is okay. Mm-hmm. But all of the stars, I have no incentive to watch OKC. I have none. I have no incentive to watch. I have an incentive to watch the Wizards. We got Westbrook and we got Bill. I have no incentive to watch Orlando. I have no incentive to watch multiple games because all of the stars, the, the, the top 15 players in the league play with the top 15 players in the league. Right. I would much rather it. I'm a man. I'm the man. I'm going to get a squad. Let's see if you and your man can beat me and my squad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would rather that. But at the same time, I blame LeBron. <laughs> LeBron started this shit. He started the player empowerment, and now he's made the NBA AAU. Where we just going to lie. We ain't going to compete. We ain't going to compete against each other. I'm not going to be Jordan and be like, yo, I'm going to get bigger. Because you can talk your ass off about Jordan, <clears throat> but LeBron has played with an MVP and Anthony Davis, candidate. He, he's played with an MVP candidate in D. Wade. He's played with an MVP candidate in Chris Bosh. He's played with an MVP, MVP candidate in Kyrie. Jordan never played with an MVP candidate. Ever. You talk your ass off about Dennis Robin. That nigga was never an MVP candidate. All right, first of all, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to talk about old Rose when he played with LeBron like, like he was playing with Prime Rose. Anyway... But but LeBron didn't start this for one. I, I didn't say D Rose. You said, I thought you said Rose. Derrick no, Rose MVP no. candidate. No no no. But no, but no, but no, let, let Chris Bosh really Chris Bosh was irrelevant. 20, 20 and twelve. He was he was better than AD yeah, actually. But anyway, all right. So let, let's let's talk about this. So so we ain't gonna talk about how LeBron was. So we'd rather LeBron write his career away in Cleveland, where nobody wanted to come. No free agents came. Zero managers sucked. They were trash. David Griffin. And you want him to ruin his career in Cleveland instead of trying to move around or make a better opportunity for himself. That's what we want. They just went to the finals before he left. <laughs> Thank you. But they, Thank like, you. Because of LeBron. Fact check. Because he was trash. Fact tra- check. So that, that, does that mean the team wasn't trash? The team won trash. The team was trash. Yeah, the yeah, next I'm- year he left, they won 19 games without LeBron James. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. 19. I, I'm glad you said that. That's because LeBron... Is putting pressure on ownership to like, yo, I need this player, I need this player, I need that player. Because Get him the, somebody. Get him somebody. No, but the players that he wants benefits his game, which is everybody stand around. Y'all suck. I just need y'all to be able to shoot. Okay, so you're not going to get players to benefit your best player? What, what are we talking about? He did. <laughs> he did. But the reason the teams are trash once he leaves is because he's they, they getting built these a team around him. that's built around him. Yeah. That's not a real team. That's just a bunch of kids that can sp- spread uh, the floor and shoot the ball. The, t- the players they did put around him weren't 
went to the level to where he could compete for a championship. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't going to compete for a real, real championship. They weren't a real contender. With you know, unless LeBron went off. Right. So he needed a Ray Allen. So he Hall needed. He needed another star alongside of. He needed a Ray Allen in the Hall he of needed Fame. Him another, the one that bailed him out. He needed him another D Wade in mm-hmm. Cleveland. He needed him a, a, a Kyrie Irving in Cleveland when he was there the first time. He needed a, another starter with him that he never got. But anyway, because his GM, <laughs> his GM sucked. And Pip, and let's talk about Jordan. Again, this is the second time All you right. said that David Griffin is one of the best GMs in the game. He's one of the best. He's in New Orleans right now. So why he couldn't put no talent around LeBron? Anyway, okay. Uh, he so, did. So the second time. When did? Bruh, in 07, gr- prior to LeBron leaving, I'm not sure if he was who, was the, who was the second star beside LeBron prior to him leaving go to Miami? Mo Williams. Mo Williams. Man, no shit on him. Mo Williams. What did Mo Williams do without LeBron? Man, Mo, nothing, Mo, Mo, Mo Williams has a job. He's the head coach at Alabama that's, that's State right What did he right do now, in the NBA without LeBron? Nothing. Score score 52 points. Nothing. He did nothing. Score 52 points. He was irrelevant. Score 52 points. Hey, man. Every dog. Hey, great. What did he do without LeBron? Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm anyway, fighting a losing battle right but now. But anyway, we talked about Jordan, and he and he he did with Pip, whatever. When he waited and he stayed. Okay, the Bulls had a great GM. You know, back then, it was only one superstar to the team, each team. We just said it was uh, old school, get off my lawn, and we're talking about the lack of parity now. But now, but back when Jordan was, yeah, we stayed strong with only one superstar. When LeBron left, it was already team. It was already multiple stars getting together. So, okay, blame LeBron for wanting to win. Back. But anyway. So, man, I just, that's, <laughs> that's just what I'm saying. LeBron like, want to win. You don't want to win. Stay in Cleveland. You want to win, go somewhere else. Yeah, that's what his options were. He orchestrated an AAU team, man. Well, too bad his GM couldn't do it. His GM couldn't orchestrate it. So, okay, so let me ask you this question. Why every, Why is everybody mad that Brooklyn has done the same thing today? Because they're better? Why is mad people mad at Brooklyn for doing it? Yes. I don't know. Uh, really, because it feels like they had, I, I don't know, this is just hypothetical. It feels like they had enough with Kyrie and Durant already. So was it not enough with LeBron and, and who? D-Wade? And D-Wade? Yes. No. Was it not enough with LeBron and Kyrie? Because y- y'all shit on Kevin Love now, but remember, that nigga in Minnesota man. was nuts. Man, Minnesota, man. Them, okay, anyway, I ain't going to even talk about he, it. He, he, forced, off, he forced Andrew Wiggins to get the fuck out of there. I ain't going to even get off, off track because I'm going to stay on your original question. Because <laughs> <laughs> we get to talk about Kevin Love. But anyway, uh, I'm going to stay on your original question. Back, back then when Brun did go to Miami, it was already big threes in the league. Right now, we just said it was what's only— the, it was, What's the big three, yo? It was big threes in the league. Kobe, Kobe. The Lakers had a big three. The Celtics had a big three. The, Lakers the Knicks had a, big, had a big three. The Lakers, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's start with the Lakers. The Lakers had a big three with who? With Kobe, uh, Powell, Odom. Uh, Odom? Odom wasn't part of a big three. You can't have Odom as a part of Odom a big three. Odom is a nice player. Okay, okay. We're going to say they had a, a, a tandem. I really thought you were about to say Bynum. I wouldn't have said Odom. I, I was about to say. I was about to say. I, I was actually about to say Bynum as well. They had but a big. I, w- I was going. I was going to disrespect you with Bynum because they grew him, they drafted him. But anyway, like I said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, other teams in the league had a big three. Did Boston have a big three? 
They put their big three together. They had a big three. Did the Knicks try to get a big three going? With Amari, Melo, and uh, who else they had? They had somebody else. They tried to get a big three going. Amari was Tyson Chandler? I yeah, who else? They they come on now. Nick, Nick, we have a Knicks fan in the building. I forgot who come on, was. come on, Chris. I forgot who was. But the Bulls had tried to get a big three going with, with who? D Rose, Butler, Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy uh, Butler was garbage at the time. Come man, on, my man, he's self-made. Man. Anyway, like I said, the teams with, were assembling big threes with Miami. You had Wade was already. I'll just use the term All Star. You had Wade, who was already an All Star on the team. You had two free agents. All star free agents join the team. So they formed that big three True. without giving up nothing. True. I ain't and, saying that. Unless they there was a sign in, I think maybe Bosch was a sign in trade, maybe, but Boston's big three was trade. They gave up something. I think they gave up some draft picks yep. or whatever. Yep. So I grew just, I see what you're saying. People don't like how the Miami team came together. Because it wasn't GM orchestrated, it was player or- orchestrated. That's why a lot of people have a problem with it. Blame LeBron. But so people, <laughs> so you ask why the, like the people not like how Harden got added onto the team, whatever you know how he forced away because other people did it. Anthony Davis did it. Paul George did it. All That's these guys another did. question I have. Why do we just ignore the fact that LeBron, AD pretty much forced his way to LA? So did so did Paul George. So did uh, plenty of other players. And Paul George is a toss joint. He, he forced his way out of that? He, he forced his way to OKC. Yeah, he sure did. Okay. And uh, Paul George forced his way out of Indiana. But anyway, but 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 this is what I was going to say. People, I think people felt like Brooklyn already had enough talent to compete for a championship. Because like you were saying, everybody really don't have a big three anymore. They only have big twos. I'm cool with the big twos. So they had a big two. Then they added another MVP in James Harden to that team. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? You see how this gets like to yeah. the point where you're like, man, wow, man, yeah, I got dog. So and then they come back. Well, Aldridge is out now, but then they come back and add in Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge, and all these other guys. So you like, God dog, man. Blake Griffin is a player, bro. He's he just, is. He, so don't say his name. It's not the same clip as Blake Griffin. I, he don't have to be. He's just a player. He don't have. That's all he got to be. In fact, I would rather have Jared Allen than Blake Griffin. Mm, know about that. But anyway, she is. You, you you start a prince out with Blake Griffin. You you have Blake Griffin as your key piece or or Allen. Uh, Jared Allen. If you had one player to pick Jared, as your star player right, right now in twenty twenty one, Jared Allen. It's not close. How much Jared? Anyway, I'm, anyway, man. Yeah, it's your opinion, man. <laughs> it's not close. You can't build no, around those Jared what? Allen. Yes, you can. He's defense. He's Ben Wallace. What? When the last time we built around defense? And as a defensive center anchor. On Brooklyn? For, for Brooklyn. Brooklyn for ain't Brooklyn. built around no defense. They got enough off. You got Kyrie, you have um, KD, and you got jo- uh, the Harris kid. Are you saying? Who's the best three point shooter in the league? Are you saying they, the Nets team is lacking that, posi- that 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 quality? I agree. But are you saying who's better between saying, Jerry Allen and Blake I'm Griffin? I'm saying right now. Yeah. If the Brooklyn Nets played a healthy Lakers team in a seven game series, yeah. 
they gonna get beat the fuck up down low. I agree. I agree with what your premise is. You're saying the Nets needed a Jerry Allen piece or, or type of ability That's on that it. team compared to what they need they with need Blake just, Griffin. Just like with LeBron, I agree. they needed a Birdman. I agree. They needed a um, Joel Anthony. I agree with you. Uh, I, I think what I was saying, if you ask who's the better player between the two, though, the better player is, is uh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. That's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I agree that the Nets need a, a more of a centerpiece down low. I agree completely. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I come. I completely agree. That's all I'm saying. But uh, I don't forget the original points. But I think Philly, they need all three of them to beat us. Man, I was thinking they need this. All three. I, I was thinking the man. The Nets have no answer for Joel Embiid. None. If Joel Embiid. Assert, uh, asserts himself. Well, they they got DeAndre Jordan. Man, DeAndre Jordan can't do nothing with Embiid. Nobody can. Though. Exactly. But he can at least provide resistance. A body, a body on. Yeah. He but can if, give, if at Drummond, least give him resistance. If, if DeAndre Jordan gets in foul trouble. No, it's, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Out there. Uh, except for I said, at least Drummond for the Lakers can put a body on Embiid. See what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not like about like. Uh, but man, they weren't even when when they had Aldridge, they weren't even playing DeAndre Jordan for a while. I was like, what are they yeah, doing? They, the the goal was to actually phase them out. Phase them out, man. Yeah, that but was the if goal. They, when they go to get some B, they gonna need that guy. Cause Embiid is gonna if he if he plays to his ability, he should dominate. And I'm expecting him to dominate, but I don't know, man. I I think a lot of people are jumping off the ship with the Nets now. <laughs> a lot of people are jumping off that Nets ship, man. Uh, because of these injuries, I'm still there. I, I'm because, still. I mean, to go back in the beginning, I don't think Harden is hurt as they say he is. Yep. I don't think KD is hurt as they say he is. I don't yep. think LeBron is hurt as they say he is. True. I think they just resting. I think so. I think I think the Nets still have the best chance to at least get to the finals out of the East. I'm. I'm like I said. I don't we think can they can em. win it. We can beat them. I think y'all can. If if B get off. We think y'all can beat him, him man. He has to dominate. Got it, bomb. He got to control. And the thing is, even though I'm a Philly fan, I hate watching us play because he controls the game so much. Yeah. It's just like yeah. James Harden when he was in Houston. I didn't like watching Houston play because he dictated everything. And controlled he, it. He controlled these bullshit-ass fouls. Then, like, he created them. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. this, ain't, this ain't easy. And, of course, Ben Simmons, he going to do what he do with just – Muck it up. I, I, it's not pleasant to see, but I think, I think we can beat them, and I think the Lakers can beat them. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. It's just uh, I don't, I don't see anybody outside of Philly in the East contending with them. What about um, Milwaukee? Uh, well, no. I'm, 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 just, I'm just, I guess it's like with other teams, you just hadn't seen it yet, like with the Utah or something. I just hadn't seen Milwaukee be able to get over the hump. <laughs> they can. They got a. They got the, a couple of ability guys that can probably they give them a, problems. They added Drew Holiday. Added Drew Holiday, and they 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 dominate in the paint. Uh, they they can do it, but like until we see it, I don't. I'm, I'm not sold on them yet. But the, okay, Milwaukee and Philly. Those are they have the best chances. Uh, if you go to the West, man, it's loaded. Everybody kind of has a, a fighting chance. Everybody got a fighting chance. The Clippers got a fighting chance. Utah has a fighting chance. Phoenix has a fighting chance. Uh, Portland. Who else? I'm going to say Dallas. but I'm Definitely not going to say Dallas. I'm, I'm off Lucas. Stop, please stop sucking Lucas' dick. I'm not going to say Dallas. Please. 
Luca fucking make the luckiest shot in the world. You niggas act like he did that shit on purpose. <laughs> that was crazy. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Oh, he made a lucky shot, okay. Right. So I, but it's gonna be tougher, tougher to come out of the West. So there's no guarantees out there. So you gotta have to got to bring it. But uh I don't know, man. It's almost playoff time, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see. Here, see in a minute. We'll see for sure. I I believe next time we meet up, it's gonna be playoff time. Yeah. Probably right. Yeah, they, they got 13 yep. games left, so it's, be it going should be into it. End of the season should be playoff time. So we finna get the hell up out of here because um, a guy ain't got to go to work, yeah. Um, so thank you all for listening to the more than uh, more than average Joe's podcast. Um, and we out. You got something for the people, Fred? No, I'm out. Thank you.